Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. My message title this evening is Judging the Innkeeper. For about two millennia, you have judged me. That's right, you've judged me. You've judged me as insensitive because I did not provide a good room for Joseph and Mary, who was in labor that night so long ago now. You associate what I did with what any modern hotel can do to you when it's overbooked. Walk you, send you elsewhere, weary from travel as you might be. Overbooking is just good business practice. It's what any airline can do when the seats are oversold. You think I heartlessly sent them to the stable, that cave stinking of animals? First of all, I bet you don't even know my name. Don't worry, I won't hold that against you, because truth is, no scripture in your Bible even mentions an innkeeper, just that there was no room at the inn or no guest room. That there was an innkeeper, well, that's an assumption on your part. But I'll concede it's a good assumption, because someone had to run the inn that Luke mentioned. But what if I were female? I kind of look it, no? You assume the innkeeper was male. Well, because the culture was so very patriarchal, and whenever you watched your children in the little plays, the innkeeper was usually played by a boy. But the truth is, women back then ran businesses. Remember Lydia, the dealer in purple cloth? Well, it doesn't matter, and I'm not going to tell you if I'm male or female. But... I want you to know my real story tonight and how assumptions and being judgmental are just what this baby came to confront, to overturn and remedy in the world. You know, human beings have always been so quick to judge, and that's been our race's undoing. Our propensity to judgment is what underlies all the horrid headlines screaming at us today. How quick we are inclined to judge by race, color, language, means, religion, sexual orientation, political party. But let me tell you, we have better gifts to give one another. So I want to tell you what that night so long ago was really like. Well, you know the basic story. You hear it every year to date. The Emperor Augustus decreed that all the world should be registered so all could be taxed. And everyone had to do it in their ancestral hometown. So Joseph had to go to Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. I'm telling you, Bethlehem one of the poorest, most crowded of villages was an absolute zoo that night. The Romans had a, 
erected catalumas, or temporary shelters all around the city walls, consisting of little more than open tents. All of them were overflowing with people and livestock, all essentially camping outside. It would have been an awful place to give birth. Out in the open among all those people, the rooms and homes everywhere were also full. Well, Joseph, this guy with a Galilean accent, came knocking on my door to see if there was room. It was obvious Mary's condition was urgent. But here's where you make an assumption. This was no Motel 6. This was no bed and breakfast, as you might be imagining, based on your modern culture's experience. We had no individual rooms, front desk clerks, towels, or magnetic swipe cards. Heck, I didn't even have my own room that I could have given them, not during census time. No, my inn was essentially an open courtyard, and there were people and animals sleeping everywhere there. We were a resting stop for caravans, and there were many such places across the Middle East. My place was more like a campground, all open except for a surrounding stone wall incorporating stall slots for animals like camels and donkeys. There were areas for pitching tents. And even if there had been space, this also would have been no place for a young girl already crying out when the labor pains came upon her. I had to find a way to protect her dignity and privacy, and then I got an idea. I kept my animals up in the hills, in the caves. You know, there's a lot of limestone caves up there. Justin Martyr in the second century stated that Jesus was born in one of those caves. Emperor Constantine later built the Church of the Nativity over this widely accepted site. So I sent them up there. It was the best I could do for them, given the circumstances. Humble, yeah, but private and warm, and there was hay, which was useful for the mass of birthing. Do you still judge me as insensitive? Well, history really has judged me, but I gave them the best thing I had to offer. Yes, Christ deserved better. I wish I could have given him the penthouse suite, but that just didn't exist in my world. The way I see it, our propensity to judgment is the result of original sin. It was the consequence of the proverbial fall. After Adam and Eve ate that fruit, God said, See, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Well, Adam and Eve wanted to be like God, who alone has a view broad enough to judge righteously to know truly what is good and what is evil. Our human propensity to judge became an act of pride in which we look to our own store of knowledge, putting together a few facts, figures or fancies, and coming up with some sort of answer, which is too often wrong, because our purview is just too limited. See, when human eyes were opened in our vying to be like God, and we tried judging for ourselves, it's led to nothing but murders and wars and oppression and exclusion of others 
and assumptions. Assumptions like you made about me before really getting to know me and hearing my story in its own context. But then God had plans and the works to remedy all of that. Isaiah prophesied a light would come in the darkness. Jeremiah said a new covenant that would be written on our hearts was coming. And Micah said this would all come forth from Bethlehem, my town. It wasn't immediately clear to me that the baby this woman carried and then laid in the manger was the long-expected Messiah, the Savior who exposed human sin for what it really is, sins like being judgmental in all of its awful forms. You know what those forms are. Assumptions, stereotypes we make about the immigrant Muslim who were apt to turn away even before hearing her story. Assumptions we make about various ethnic groups, marginalizing rather than offering restorative justice. Assumptions we make about the LGBTQI community whose youth especially has a suicide rate three times higher than heterosexual youth. Think tonight about all the ways we act out our own insecurities and fears, fears of losing our own prominence and privilege. But just think how we could offer wholeness instead, wholeness, which that baby proved to be all about. Well, as I look now back over space-time, over 2,000 years ago, this little baby born in an animal cave is the Savior who showed us a better way to be. As John, writing in his gospel, tells us, God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. I believe that we likewise are called into the image of this humble babe born today, the one born in a manger who lived including and loving all and died on a cross. So let us meditate tonight on ways we can break stereotypes. Let us monitor and become aware of our own thoughts and work for the positive in this world, which so desperately needs the Christ light we find in here. Oh, I understand why you judged me, and I thank you for listening to my story. You just needed some insight, a broader view of what really happened. Sometimes we don't really know what we think we know. There was truly no good place for them at the inn, such as it was, and I tried my best given the difficult circumstances in that season of census taking. I know that from my vantage point here beyond space-time, that your Catholic social activist, Dorothy Day, would one day go on to say, it's no use saying that we are born 2,000 years too late to give room to Christ, nor will those who live at the end of the world have been born too late. Christ is always with us, always asking for room in our hearts. You see now, I, I gave him what I had that night. Let us all give the Messiah our best 
this season and always. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at beatitudeschurch.org backslash online dash giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. 